This guy ripped it. I need one. I need. Uh, I need another one of these. Ugh. Oh yeah. Gonna <sighs> Do you ever not go <sighs> after a hard bevy, a slurp? Yeah, it's either that or a, like it's like a breathing. One of those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's either that. <sighs> Something's got to go in or out, you know? What is it about carbonated beverages? I don't know. I literally can't. If I if I wanted to not go, <sighs> I can't do it. It's mm-hmm. not possible. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, if that was someone's ultimate pet peeve, like, I'm sorry. We're just not compatible human beings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we should, uh, we should dump it. The whole thing. Dump. The friendship. <laughs> the friendship. We just got to dump it at that point. You were the best man at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we got to dump it. I'm sorry. sorry. You don't you don't know how to do the <sighs> after a carbonated beverage. No, I don't I don't mind if someone doesn't do it. I'm saying if that's like someone's ultimate pet peeve. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know what I mean? I can't not do it. I'm not capable of being like, "No, nah, I'm not going to." Dude, I'm in it. the same boat. I can't. Uh, yeah. I can't think. Uh, I gotta find a place for this camera. Place in this world. My place place in, in this world. world. Looking for a new one. Something to find my place in this world. My place in this world. Dude, that song slaps, man. I think uh. it's just a great, apropos of nothing, I just think it's a great ballad. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, barring, like, just take the Christian shit out of it. It's a good ballad. It's dude. not really that, like, well, I, I haven't looked at the lyrics in forever. Maybe it is. It's but. it's it's one of those basic bitch things. You know what I mean? Like where it's just like an inspirational. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like it's like you got like. some fitness person on Instagram could put post that, and it couldn't be you know like misconstrued with religious you know connotation. It's just it just sits in this like very basic like this is a very uplifting thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Y'all feel? I do. Oh, bro, dude. Okay, before we move on from mm-hmm. CCM, yeah. Did you know? I gotta find out who he plays. Hold on. Uh oh. Give me, give me, give me uh, a second here. Yeah. All right, okay, your guy. Stephen Kurt, Curtis, Steven. dude, he's Chap. in the new Chippendales, isn't he? Yes, dude, dude, Josie showed me that, and I go, I go, this was my exact quote. He goes, bro, Stephen Curtis Chapman is in the reboot of Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Absolutely. And my, my response to that was, oh come on, get ready to ride. I believe that. That's perfect. <laughs> Dude. Oh my god. That's so gold, man. I'll be honest with you. I don't think there's ever been a mo- like so I don't I don't think the movie like is totally I watched it. I don't think it's like 
I don't think it's like. Oh, it's a 100. movie. I, I thought it was like a just like a show. Like it's a, a movie made by the. Um, sorry, one, one sec. My no, you're good. Mike is like kind of like crackling, and I don't know. Don't want it to do that. It's could be the like. I've noticed, like, if I have my phone by my speakers or anything electrical that's connected to no, I because my speakers are off, so it should oh, be. Okay. Mine are too, but the, it still like does the. Okay, I, I think I think it's all right, but all right. um, all right, back to the film. It's made Shipping by goes. the. Um, one sec, sorry. No, you're this good. Is, this is. You're good. You're good, man. Don't. It's worry, like man. clip. Bing, but I don't know why. Saddle up your horses. We gotta trail the blaze. Can you, can, you, can you still hear me? Okay. I hear you fine, buddy. Okay. Um, just gonna Whoa. give myself a little bit more. Good. Head, I'm bro. singing to. I'm singing to the guests. It's a wild blue yonder of God's amazing grace. Mm-hmm. I got all that I needed into the glorious unknown. Glorious unknown. <laughs> this is the light like no other. Whoa, whoa. This is a great adventure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That got me amped when I saw that. <laughs> I just love my... Oh, come on, get ready to ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So good. Okay, I think I'm I think I'm good. Um right. the right. so yeah, so I watched the movie mm-hmm. a couple nights ago. And because yeah. it's made by the Lonely Island guy. Oh no shit. Uh what's his name? Akira something or whatever. The guy who made um uh Hot Rod. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's who made it. I don't think the movie is like it's. I think they were probably a little bit limited based on like, oh, we're we're still making like a kids movie, you know? Sure. And uh, and it's like there's it's definitely like a lot more entertaining and funny than it probably should be, but it's not like I don't know. I don't think it's like a hundred percent successful. All yeah. I'd say. Uh, was still, it any good? Like, was it yeah, worth absolutely. watching? Yeah, okay. I thought so. I, there was plenty of stuff that I laughed at, like legitimately laughed at. And the cast is like insane. Like, that's the, I think that's part of the like funny, the funny thing about it is like, it's like based on the cast, you're like, dude, this movie should be outrageous. And there are like some really good bits, like. Yeah. Like uh Tim Robinson plays uh from I think you should leave. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He plays uh he plays Ugly Sonic, like the Sonic that they like announced for the Sonic movie that has like nasty teeth. Yeah. And like looks like a human. Yeah. <laughs> he plays that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and uh Keegan Michael Key plays like a Muppet cheesemonger <laughs> who's like a has like a back room. He's like he's like a black market. He sells like black market cheese. <laughs> and then uh Will Arnett plays 
uh well i don't want to spoil too much of it yeah but, yeah yeah for sure uh yeah there's it's a it's insane the cast is insane and uh yeah i think for sure. i'm gonna be honest I, I, this is gonna be my my tiny little review which okay. is to say i think it is way better than it has any right to be but for me personally it's like so like andy samberg and john mulaney played the chip and dale yeah and first i just don't think john mulaney is really working like and i will be the first to admit i'm not a huge john mulaney like guy like i don't i've never like really fallen in love with anything he's done big mouth um he's funny in big I, mouth. I don't i tried to watch big mouth and i didn't really like it so i never yeah. like continue with it but um <clears throat> I'm, and I, it's not that i don't think he's funny it's just like oh like i don't i just it just doesn't click for me like most of the time. So I don't think he's great. Even outside of that, I don't think he's great in the movie. Like as of, I don't think he's a great voice actor because I don't think he does a good job of like, I think his face, he he relies on his face so much as an actor, as a performer that it's like when you can't see his face, like when he's literally playing a cartoon chipmunk, (laughs) you're sort of just like, it's just weird. It doesn't, sure. It doesn't totally work. So, yeah. So I don't know, but it, I don't think there's ever been a movie made specifically for like our like very, very small, like generational pocket. Yeah. Yeah. Like even down to Stephen Curtis Chapman being in it. It's like, (laughs) it's like a movie, it's like a movie, like perfectly engineered. Like it's almost a shame that they, that they weren't allowed to make it a little bit like it is it for being a kid's movie. It's definitely geared for adults it's like i wish it they would have had a little bit more leeway there maybe sure you know yeah. um because yeah it's like the mo- like it is i'm ex- I, first off i watched chippendale rescue rangers as a kid all mm-hmm. the time of course so i legitimately was who did like, stephen oh. curtis play he played blue the bear that is insane <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is insane that dude. frosted tipped Jody fuck played blue. <laughs> it is insane. Like, dude, the casting of the movie is like you read it and you're like, what? <laughs> so crazy. And it's I don't also know how cool. they got him. Like, it, it, like that's that's wild. It's he must cool. he must be trying to act now or voice act. Or I something? don't. I honestly, I would guess it's just like literally like nostalgia for that time. That's like, crazy that people even knew who he was. But you know like, I mean? think like, about how many people are in our specific demographic. It's not a small number of people. That's true. You know what I mean? The church and all that shit. You know? Sure. Yeah. No, yeah. It's not like it's not like you know, like they're already making a a niche property. Chippendale yeah, yeah. Rescue Rangers is not like the biggest property ever. For sure. You know. For sure. Yeah. So. I would say it's at, you absolutely need to watch it because it's wild and there's okay. a lot of funny stuff. Like you will be entertained. I just think like overall, it like my biggest complaint is just the chemistry between the two, Andy Samberg and John Mulaney. I don't yeah. think really works that well. So yeah, but it's like the funny stuff. Like that's the thing. They're two characters. I mean, they're the main characters, but they aren't really that funny to me. Yeah, you know, and like the stuff going on around it is really funny. So. Sure. I don't know. Well, yeah, Mulaney yeah. only really hooked me when 
I watched him on Big Mouth. That that shit's funny. I think but, he I mean, can be really funny. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I I tried because here's the deal. Like, the big difference between you and me is I really like stand up. Like, I really like it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really into stand up comedy. I think most of the podcasts I listen to, I listen to, are all like stand up comedians. So like, I love. And I love when they talk about it, like, as in, like, hey, I toured here, I used to play these shitty clubs and all this stuff. Like, it's it's kind of a, to me, it's like, it's it's the one connect. You like when they're, you like when, when they're like, who, who are your guys? Who are your guys? Who are your boys? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the, um. <laughs> That's the joke about uh, Mark Marin. That like his podcast is all like, "Who are your guys?" Yeah, 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 for sure. And and uh, but yeah, so uh, I I could never connect with his stand up. But the only thing that I liked about him was was the Big Mouth stuff. That that was that was when he came on the map for me, mm. at least Mulaney. Well, um, he's obviously but, an SNL writer, and like, yeah, I know, I I know his credentials. I just, I'm kind of like, eh, that like most of his stuff. I'm like, no, nah, that was kind of funny, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it it never really connected with me until Big Mouth, and then Big Mouth, I was like, okay, this guy's funny, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it's a weird, it's a weird. I don't know. Comedy's becoming like what music was in the '70s. Right now, they're they're having that like renaissance right now. Um, really? Yeah, for sure. So well, you- with with like podcasts and stuff like that, and like the fact that they can, you know, like fuck, Bill Burr has been doing his for like ever. Like, I mean, Joe Rogan is like the biggest fucking podcast ever, and that's all he was. But it's like was I'll be honest with you, comedian. like, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to be like a a hater or whatever. No, it's fine. That's why it's interesting because I'm a big fan of stand up, but I know you're like, you like stand up, but it's like it's very seldom. You know what I mean? Like you're you're a very particular fan. Well, okay, so that my that so, <clears throat> and I'm not gonna. I'm not. I don't really have a leg to stand on in this uh, argument. But sure. I would. I. I look at like the podcast thing is like. Like, I. I don't know. Maybe I'm just way off base. But it's just like, <laughs> like. Is that really like, comedy in the same way that like stand up is comedy? Unless you're just saying like, unless you're viewing podcasts as like jam bands or like fusion jazz like loose jazz or something because it's like it's not they're not writing jokes for it they're just no and a lot of times they repeat they repeat like a lot of the same thing they're on it's just like bits it gives you you, the thing about podcast i'm not saying and this is not me saying it's not funny it's just like that isn't like the the divide between what stand-up comedy is or even like written comedy which i can i think the thing i appreciate the most is like well-written like sketch comedy that's the thing I really like. No, Stan, okay. you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah sure. I love sketch comedy. I think sketch sure. comedy is. I really think funny. I think I think that's actually a, a uh, something that I guess I I never noticed, but now I'm like, oh, that's his thing. It's okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I mean, it dude, gave me uh, like a kind con- just just now. I just was like, ah, I'm not anti comedy. So I know I I know yeah. you're I know you're not. Come on, dude. <laughs> uh, the half this fucking thing is like dumb, you know. Inside I like jokes. jokes. I like, I like jokes. inside baseball jokes. Those are my yeah, favorite. I, but, I do like I like inside jokes a lot. Um, 
but uh, no, I get, I get, I get you a little more now. There you go. I got, I got, I think I understand you a little bit more. Yeah, like with I'm- that. Um, I, I'm personally, I, the, the thing that I like about stand-up comedy is, is especially like, you know, the only reason that I like, I listen to Rogan anymore. And the only reason that I like love Bill Burr and all these, you know, all these like prolific comics that are coming up right now is that when they talk about the road and when they talk about the things and the tours and, and like all the struggle that they went through beforehand, that's what I like. I kind of like. You know, sure. I take that away sure. and I, I, I discard all their bullshit politics or whatever. But the thing that, like, helps me, I guess, as still an up-and-coming musician or as still as, like, a person that's still trying to make something, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I look at that and it just, like, it makes me understand their, like, struggle more. You know what I mean? Like, and I and I like hearing that. Like anytime Rogan like starts talking about politics or it's usually po- when he talks about politics or like MMA fighting, my like eyes roll in the back of my head and I'm just like skip and I just like skip until <laughs> I realize like they're done. They're off that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, all right, you know, we get where your bread's buttered, but talk about like the comedy world. Talk about like, you know. And honestly, I've gotten to a point where some of the episodes where I just kind of like, if they don't have a good guest on, I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. have to listen to that. But sure. a lot of it's just like when I'm doing my bullshit at my work, you know what I mean? So no, I, I dude, I if we're not arguing about podcasts here. I think, I mean, we're literally. I'm doing not one arguing right now. at all. No, well, I I agreed. We're not we're yeah, not yeah. arguing. Period. But yeah, I I was just saying like I don't see podcasting as like the renaissance of comedy unless you're just saying like comedy is just being more of a casual part of people's lives. I which, think it's gotten more. But I I think like it that's used what to radio be radio kind of was for a long did time. Did you ever too. did you watch the new George Carlin like documentary on no, HBO? I haven't, I haven't watched it's it. Really good. Yeah, and it, it it's a lot of it's like deals with the, like the counterculture of like that era. Yeah, well, and, and I love George Carlin. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. I don't well think there's many comedians doing what he did at all. Well, I think that's what the documentary like does really well. It's uh, Judd Apatow directed, it, I yeah. think, um, and he was talking about it, and or he was not talking about it. He was letting George talk about it, but <clears throat> the whole thing was like. You could see where comedy became like just this. It used to be just like acts between a band. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. or, or dudes that got on stage and were like, wow, what's the deal with this? You know what I mean? Like and and uh, and in, when he makes that transition into the 70s, that's like a big thing. And then during the, the 80s, they were like kind of talking to him like ah, he's a hack or whatever. And I haven't finished the documentary, but I'm assuming it's going to be all the stuff afterwards which is all this like crazy political commentary that still reigns true today you know what i mean Absolutely. like yeah. the whole it's a big club and you're not in it you know mm-hmm. um i haven't finished it yet but um i'm on the i'm on the second part of that documentary right so cool yeah man yeah. it's a really good one <clears throat> well i'll have to check that out you're gonna have to watch a rescue ranger movie Dude, I did, or I will, and uh, I just watched, I've been watching a lot of shit, so what did I, uh, have you seen the, uh, are you a big fan of the, like, Love, Death, and Robots thing? 
I haven't like, seen them all. I've seen mm-hmm. a handful, and they're all good. All the stuff. Yeah, that there's I've some seen. like cool shit in there, and mm-hmm. uh, I just watched the. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's just chuckling. Thinking, just thinking about that, like recent, the recent one I watched where it was called Night of the Mini Dead, and it's like a bunch of miniature people around the world. You know what I mean? And at the end of it. Like, it shows the White House and all these, like, little zombies are attacking it. And he goes, whatever, fuck it, suck on these. And, like, it just launches nukes. And then it shows the whole world launch nukes. And then it zooms out to the galaxy. And then it shoot, zooms out to the universe. And all of a sudden, he just goes, <laughs> 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 Like, we blow ourselves up and then we're just a, <laughs> like a fart in the universe. You, you know, know what I mean? <laughs> I, can, I can appreciate that. For Dude, sure. it was so good. It, Oh, man some of those episodes <laughs> dude i was i was at work watching it and like my buddies were looking at me weird and i'm just like <laughs> you know just hey. ch- chortling i like that man uh, i'm all about that what should we get into first uh, uh let's let's roll on movies for a little bit because i feel like okay <laughs> yeah. unless you don't want to no, that's fine. I just wanted to get a couple episodes out of the deal. Can I get a can I get a beer first? Let me go get uh, a beer. yeah. I grab two just in case. I don't have to keep grabbing them. All right. <clears throat> well, we can talk about whatever you want. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's talk about movies. Let's go. Well, I just figured we were already kind of talking about them. So. I know. I fucked it up. This Captain guy, fuck up right here. This guy is uh <laughs> Mr. Mr. Well, uh, uh, you know, I watched The Quick and the Dead, which I told you to watch. Yes. And uh, I have a funny story about it. Um, Hit me. And I thought it was this movie, but I didn't know <clears throat> what this movie was. But I remember there was this one Western, <clears throat> and it was before my parents let me watch PG 13 movies. And so. I could never watch this movie, and I think it was rated R. Actually, I can't I, I can't remember correctly, but I believe it was rated R. I don't I don't I don't know what. Quick the and the movie. Dead. Uh, I don't think so. Is it PG thirteen? Okay. Well, regardless, like it was it, it was a very innocent age when that movie came out for me, <clears throat> and uh, my parents were watching it, and they t- I remember they like put us to bed, and they were like, you can't come out because mom and dad are going to watch a movie now. And it was back in the day when parents actually like did that shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, yeah, don't watch this. Uh, and, I, and I remember coming in to like, ask my dad for something or ask my mom for something, and I saw that scene where the dude gets his head blown off or a hole through his head and it's like a big hole and you see the like back shot of his head with the sky yeah between the hole and it gave me nightmares dude <laughs> <laughs> so i remember like watching him like shit that was the first movie that gave me nightmares uh was that scene but dude i watched it it, was, it you were right it's it's like a comic book movie it's like it's a really good sam raimi movie for it's sure crazy. it's a yeah, wild but, one but it was wild that that was like I remember I, I I kept asking my parents I was like what was that one western because I thought it was like one of my dad's old westerns because I was like it gave me a nightmare that scene 
Of course, it's the black guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's fucking Keith David. Yeah, dude, that guy, the guy with the like the most distinct like voice ever. That's what's so cool about this movie is like it's great. Everyone dude. is like a full characters man. cartoon, you know. Dude, so and fun. and I think, dude, an early DiCaprio movie where he 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 puts a pretty good performance where he's like, I don't want to die. You know what I mean? Like it's like, man. That's pretty believable. Yeah, he's you know? like a, just a he's like a kid, you know. Yeah, that kid was such a good actor, man. Even when he was a kid, you know. Yeah, it's great, yeah. dude. It was a good movie, very good movie. I was very, <laughs> I loved it. Very pumped for it. I was uh, <sighs> pleasantly surprised to see it go on the uh, uh, go on Netflix or whatever. For sure. Trying to think of what I watched recently. Well, I don't have to think. I can go to my. Yeah, I watched Le- uh, Borg versus McEnroe, which was pretty good. Oh yeah, I think and I've watched got, that. Got my boy Shia LaBeouf. Like I love that guy. I I don't know what it is about him, but if he's in it, I'm like it's probably pretty good. I'm probably pr- gonna enjoy it. You know. I feel like he's just never done like a great thing though. That's why he's one of my boys. He's not. He's not like he's you a leading. He's everybody keeps put putting him on like leading roles, but I I think he's a Scoot McNeary dude. I think he's like a guy that where it's like he's a very great. He's he's not a character, character actor though. He's not getting you know Scoot. The the problem with what you know we talk about Scoot a lot a lot, but Scoot is the he's man. just a, he he's a he's the man, but he's also just a character actor. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like. But he's also the fucking man. Well, I I agree. I I love him, but um, but yeah, me and Tyler, Tyler's uh, Shia's Shia's one of his boys too. I didn't know that. He loves he loves him. I I don't I know. It's Shia, been dude. it's been years since we really talked about that, but maybe mm-hmm. he doesn't as much anymore. I don't I don't know. Still waiting on those episodes. <laughs> I they are gone. I can't. They- I, I tried to. They are gone. I, I tried to tell you that, but Tyler, Tyler, we will just we, re, we'll, we'll just redo we, them. We but gotta, like literally, my my something. laptop is just it. I have tried a million things. It took just, a dumpy dump. I and it's not worth anything, so I'm not gonna have it. Try to get it like professionally fixed. And even if I did, they probably would have to like. No, like it's gone. You know, it's okay. So it's just totally those gone. those ones are gone. Yeah, we'll do it again. It'll be fun. I I loved having Tyler on there. It was good having him on. It was, mm-hmm. it was a good like you know, uh, third opinion to have on our on our shenanigans. Yeah, we'll have him on again. What do you what do you, what are you watching now, man? Um, so, I mean. Did we talk about Severance? I think we probably did. We talked. I think we talked about Severance, but we'll sum it up by saying I think it's the best show on TV. It's so good. Uh, it's an easy recommend. Um, I saw The Northman. I think we talked about oh, that. Book, maybe. Wanna, yeah, we we did we did personally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Northman uh, is really good. I liked I it quite a bit. That. Um, I might go watch that tomorrow. Fuck! I got the day off. Why not? Yeah, it's uh I would definitely recommend it. Mm. Um but yeah, I've just been watching um been watching 70s movies. That's kind of been my thing. Oh boy. You know, I don't know, just stuck in that stuck in that world. 
I still yeah. can't stop thinking about Stalker. Oh, Stalker that's, is that's awful. a '70s movie, right? Late yeah. '70s, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of transcends the like. Doesn't really feel like a '70s movie or not. Mm-mm. It doesn't really feel like it's a movie that doesn't feel like it's in a place or or sorry, it doesn't feel like it's in a time. It just feels yeah. very like outside yeah. of the space time. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, for sure. What uh, what are the, what about the thing? I heard something. Something was going on with the thing. What about it? I don't know what it was. Oh, I thought I, I saw a news thing, but it could have been. I some guess I don't have my ear to the ground on the social um, media thing. Um, um, I love the thing. I feel like we've talked about so that good. movie quite a bit. Uh, I need it's to so watch good. it again because I. It's probably been a few. Well, years when you told me that like Easter egg at the end, I'm like, I gotta work. That's just like that. the 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 fun like fan theory. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Like they're both dead. <laughs> they, well, the the idea is that. It's not going to make any sense to somebody who's not seen the movie, but the idea is like at the end they have a drink, right? Right. And the idea is that he's uh, Kurt Russell's character. The theory, the the fun fan theory is that he, they he poured gasoline, and they're having shots of gasoline, and he knows it's gasoline because he's a human being. And then Keith David's character is not. And he drinks it, and then at the end, Kurt Russell's like, he's like smiling and laughing because he knows that's the thing, you know. That's mm-hmm. the fun. That's the fun fan theory. I don't know that that's like. I, I like to. I, I like think to think that that's true because it makes the ending so good. Like, <laughs> 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 and it's kind of like open to interpretation. So it's like, yeah. you know, what about know. what? Uh, what are you? What are you watching? That's. In the 70s well, I told that's... you the other night <clears throat> about that movie Sorcerer. Yes. And yeah, I still haven't watched it, but I need I'm to watch ready. it again because it. I'm fucking absolutely... ready. Absolutely. I was like, I could not. Like, it's been on my watch list for a long time. Like, it's been on my radar for a long time. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this movie eventually, and I watched it, and and there were like sequences in the movie where I literally like. I I had to like like make noise like I was just like ah eh. like I just like it's the most like I couldn't not like wait how did you go ah eh. I was like oh no 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 like it's just the yeah, yeah. most itchy like stressful thing a sorcerer like, oh dude it is such an awesome movie it's on uh, Netflix right I don't think so. Um, man, it's so good. It is so awesome. And, uh, yeah, I just want to watch it again. Looks like... Sorcerer. Uh, 1977. Yeah. Watch movie. Where is it at? Oh, you gotta, you gotta rent it. Yeah. You gotta rent it. I might do it. I might do it this weekend. Dude, I have nothing it is planned, so wild. I'm I'm ready, and it's it's, dude, it's so good. Like like I was saying, I really think that like, the whole, I think that this the premise of Sorcerer. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, 
I'll, I know I don't without having done like legitimate research, I can give you a tiny bit of background of it is a remake of a of a I believe French movie called The Wages of Fear, which I have not seen. Um, but it's another movie that's like been on my and maybe it's I'm I'm like 90 percent sure it's a French movie. Um but an older movie uh, from the 50s or 60s? Once yeah. again, I'm not looking this up. I'm just going to go off the dome and see if I remember. Um, Let's do it. <laughs> and it's so it's a remake of that movie, which is based on a book. Yeah. Maybe by the same name. Maybe by the name of Wages of Fear. I don't remember. Um, so it's based on those. Like So there's a story that it's based on. Yeah. From my understanding... The Sorcerer movie is a pretty decent departure from Wages of Fear. I think Wages of Fear is an is a very very highly. I think both of these movies are extremely highly respected. Like, and then I think there's tons of like, if you follow the threads from from that story, like I was saying, I think like the Suicide Squad, the newest one, is like kind of based on Sorcerer a little bit. Interesting. Um. Obviously, that movie is a comedy and like a comic book movie that gets very like, you know, over the top and weird at the end. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I just think like the the where it starts from is kind of similar. Mm. Um, but uh, Sorcerer is like a million times better than than that movie. But um, it's so good. <laughs> I just want to watch right. it again. I, gotta, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to talk about it because it. it's like I'll, all I'll say is like it starts with like all these little vignettes that like set up different characters. Sure. So it's like if you're gonna watch it, just be aware that you're gonna see like a bunch of like little micro stories play out that are setting up all these characters. So yeah. it's like not gonna really make sense. I didn't know that when I watched it, so I was like, this movie is very confusing. I don't know what's going on. It's just like a very. It's just like an anxious movie like that's very like it's very suspenseful like you know i don't want to i don't want to go into it much more it's just like you know it doesn't it didn't make me uncomfortable i mean it, it's definitely not an it's definitely not a walk in the park the movie like in general but it's uh yeah it's awesome i really like it i highly recommend it and i don't i don't know people just aren't really they're not really talking about it so People ain't talking about it. People ain't talking about this one. So I'm just like, go out People and... ain't talking about it. That's a, yeah, that's a nice little tune you got for it, but yeah. People ain't talking about it. People ain't talking about it. Oh, no. Oh, people ain't talking about it. About it. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, you were talking to me about a Radiohead thing. Something came out with Radiohead. <sighs> it's called The Smile. The Smile. Is it on uh, the the Spotify's, the YouTube's? What do, what do we got? You know do what? we have a video or do Any, we anywhere? Do we Any, have a vi- uh, well? That that the, was my question. Is the, the videos? I haven't seen any videos. I was like, oh yeah, that's the sauce. I mean, they have a few videos out, yeah, but it's yeah. nothing like really cool. The smile. 
the smile. Wow. Uh, wow. The smile. Let's just listen to that. Uh, I, I can't find it. The smile. It's, it's called The Smile. The Smile. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. That's There's a called. band called The Smile. That's what we're talking about. Oh, wait, what? The band is called The Smile. Oh, dude, I thought it was the song. No, it's a whole record. And so this is smile. like its its own thing. It's Johnny Greenwood, Tom yeah. York, and uh, some drummer guy. Okay. So missing, you know, mm-hmm. missing. Uh, Which song should I? The uh, whole album. Holy fuck. Yeah. Bro. Man. I don't know, man. I don't know if we can dive into this. It's like, it's got it all, honestly. I mean, let's just listen to this first track. Okay. Listening. This is wild. <laughs> there you go. Opening track. Mm. Um, yeah, the, it's 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 a whole record, man. It's got the whole journey. I didn't know it was like a, a whole new project. You know what I mean? The smile. The smile. The smile. Uh. For for the opposite end of the spectrum, we could listen to Thin Thing. Thin Thing. Okay. All right, hit it. Jesus. <laughs> Dude. 
So that's another color. I mean, the, honestly, in my wow. opinion, this whole record has like some of these songs are uh, songs that Radiohead has played live like for years. Like "Skirting on the Surface" is like a bootleg that's been flying around for a long time. Um, so, and I mean, because this project has Tom and Johnny, it feels to me of all the side projects. This feels like the most like obviously in my I love everybody who who you know I think everyone contributes yeah yeah, I think everyone contributes a lot to that band so I'm not gonna try to say like oh they're the only two guys that matter but they are this is this does feel like as close to being a Radiohead release yeah without being an actual one you know right. So, because I do think it's the two strongest voices in the band. I think the biggest thing that's missed is the, in, from my perspective, the biggest thing that's missing is the, the bass playing. Yeah. Which is not not necessarily bad. It's just like Colin is just like such an unbelievable bass player and brings such yeah a he is perspective. <laughs> Dude. So, uh, but all that all that to say, I I haven't even gotten through this whole record in one sitting yet. It's very it's a, it's eclectic. There's lots of different colors and flavors. And, I'm that's gonna be the next thing I'm listening to. So. Oh yeah, it's it's good. I'm good. You got you got something for me or what? I got this Dude, we did twice. <laughs> we did twice with that. I just wanted to Man. No, I'm saying give me you you tell me something. Okay. That's how the show works. I know. I tell you something, you tell me something. But you you made it so good. <laughs> like I don't know how to follow that. Um, you gotta give me something. You gotta be you. You've been listening. Let me look. Stuff. Let me look. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look through the list. The smile. The smile. The smile. So, <laughs> this this is what sucks is because of the fucking like zoom thing. Because I was just gonna get us on like some '70s shit. And I'm just oh gonna do a rock and roll '70s song because I was getting a little stoned, not with my dad. My dad won't smoke with me, but I got a little stoned with my dad today. And you get, you get. All right. The name of the band is The Babies. The name of the song is "And If You Could See Me Fly." <laughs> Let me know when you're ready. I don't know this, so I'm ready. All right. Three. Wait. What? 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 What record? It's off of Broken Heart. Oh, I'm on the wrong. So this was what my I'm dad on and the I wrong were the babies. Yeah. The babies. Not the baby. Nope. The babies. <laughs> What's the song called? And if you could see me fly. All right, I'm ready. All right, three, two, one, play.
<laughs> I mean, that's the babies, man. Do-do-bo-do. Do. I'm, I'm really, uh, I was really shocked at how, like, like the drums sounded. I know. That's like what not. I was. That's what I was telling my dad. I go, these drums sound sick, dude. They sound like '80s drums. Yeah, yeah. Like they sound like the crazy, you know, like hyped up, like Def Leppard style drums. For sure. Not quite to that level, but. Did you like, should oh, listen to that album. Like, it, I, I, I was telling my dad, I go, you '70s dudes, and I was like, this is no disrespect. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I'm not trying to throw some shade, but you guys knew guitars. But your drums were just like, uh, you know what I mean? Like it was just flat. It was just like I like I like seventies drums though. I really do like you? That. Okay. I'm okay. like I'm in love with that sound. Mm. I think, yeah. You love that like, just like stick to the hats. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, dude, I really do. I'm like obsessed. With that sound. <laughs> well, I was telling him, uh, not necessarily the sound. I was just saying that like your drummers weren't as you know like on par with what ours are and i showed him chaos by mute mouth and i was like that's the best drummer <laughs> darren king is the guy you know like and i showed my dad and he goes shit yeah he's like that's that's good you know like <laughs> and i was like i told you and then he i i, I told him uh uh, I, I just was like, no disrespect to you in the 70s. You guys knew guitars, but your drums were lacking. And now, I think our generation like kind of brought, you know what I mean, a little bit more flavor on the drums. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I wonder if it. I wonder if I that know. has anything to do with like hip hop or any anything to do with you. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be like some something. Are you talking about like the sonics of the drums? Yeah, just well, drums sound better. You know what I mean? Yeah, ever, but everything kind of sounds better. <laughs> I mean, like okay. It, no, I mean like, but like literally, like from from the from the perspective of like the the records are more like full frequency now. Like I'm not saying they. I like the sound better, but it's like you you have like better technology and better, you know what I mean? You think that's what it was? Just just better technology. Well, also like I mean you if you think about right now, one I mean, so this is something I am like very like intimately aware of because this is sort of like my industry, but like one of the big differences like as much as I like love 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 how like 70s records sound and like i love 70s i love everything about it same but it is also being like you always maybe not maybe not you never say always but you 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 have your goal as a producer as an engineer as a mixing engineer is to make the record sound good and stand out to the people who are listening to it, which has changed in the sense that like when you're making a record in like 1972, how were people going to listen to it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, so they're designing records that need to speak on like certain types of speakers in certain types of settings that are 
way different than now. Like, so right now, everything has more low end because people can actually hear it. Before, it was like, you don't put a bunch of low end on your record because it, well, there's multiple reasons we can get into, but one, the first reason is most people aren't listening in a situation where they're going to hear a lot of low end. Sure. You know what I mean? And then the other big reason is low end behaved badly on analog uh, recording um, you know, media. So tape machines and then further down the line, vinyl cutting lathes were bad at reproducing those like huge low end sounds. Mm. And to the point where if you had like really huge low end, it would literally cause the needle to pop out of the groove. Right. On yeah. a record. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, so like you're literally cutting a vinyl lathe, like cutting the record, the master record for, so that it, it plays nice with all these analog sources. So hip hop, you know, is the first style of music that sort of was born out of an era that it wasn't designed for that at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it was come, it, you know, in the, its earliest iterations, it was vinyl, but also cassette and stuff like that. And it was being played in like the club and like all this other. So I was like, you know, you're, I mean, you can, I, you know, I think we've probably talked about that Beastie Boys documentary that's on Apple TV. It's great. Yeah. But they go into this, some of this a little bit about how like, you know, they were just like cranking up the bass and stuff for their records. So it sounded sick at the clubs they went to as like teenagers, you know. I mean, this is really like any like modern modern production versus versus, uh, you know, older like analog era production. I think like the thing is so like, OK, the other thing to consider is like when you talk when you're talking about drum sounds you sort of had to capture the drums like you you were limited by the studio you were recording in could only record x amount of tracks to the tape machine at one time and ultimately when it came to the mix down could only have x amount of tracks in the entire song sure so and so if you go back to the 60s that's a very limited amount of tracks that's why the Beatles were pushing the envelope by bouncing like four tracks constantly going like, okay, this track will be, you know, uh, tambourine and Mellotron and background vocals and, you know, like a wind sound or what, you know I mean? They're, they're like making these, these stacks of things, you know, they basically make these little mini mixes of sounds so that at the end they could have their four or eight track mix, you know, that's being balanced. But you know what it becomes then is like a malt, you know, many, many, many tracks of sounds, which people just hadn't done yet, you know? Right. So all that to say, when it comes down to like, especially when we're talking about like seventies rock and stuff, we're talking about doing, we're mostly talking about jamming live, which means let's say you have a 16 track tape machine running at the studio. So you have like all the mics on the guitars and the bass cabs and the drums. 
And it means like right now, it's not uncommon for me to do 16 mics on a drum set. That's a pretty extensive like drum miking technique to do 16 mics, but it's yeah. not unheard of. And I've certainly done more than that at times, but it's like back then it was like, okay, we're going to do three mics on the drums. And right. So you just have a different sound. The funny thing is, um, and it's like, it's kind of annoying. Cause I was like going to kick off a, a whole different episode about this but can we just do it then can we just end it let's just end it and then we can or sure that to be we'll we'll continue this specific discussion on the next episode all right (laughs) no you know what just just do it fuck it just do it uh I don't want to. I don't. It's all right, it's all right. it, it's something I want to talk about more in length. Okay. Because I, I feel like it goes. In, I, I'll just say this. Well, I'll finish my thought to say. Basically, you just have like so many te- like technology limitations. Now you can like really. You have like the power of software. You have the power of like unlimited tracks. So yeah, you're gonna get. You can create like. You can just use a synthesized sound to create low end like out of a kick drum or whatever so it's like we're just creating different things but the limitations in the past are what made it special now right you know what i mean back then it was just like well this is what we do to get the record made right 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 right. i think it's just a good thing to i mean it's a good thing to remember for everything like to to loop this back to what we were talking about earlier one of the things that's so cool about that sorcerer movie Mm -hmm. is you're watching it and you're like okay this thing was made in the mid 70s and you just know like there's no tr- there's no like you know like there's no CGI there's no like real tricks and in fact like there's some stuff where they're like yeah this looks crazy and it's cuz we just did it you know what i mean like yeah and you're just like i'm like i said i'm not going to give away the movie cuz the movie is pretty shocking to watch just like how crazy the you know like the set pieces are and stuff but it's like it's just seemed like it was the most i've ever watched a movie and been like i don't know how they did this like this is like making me sweat because i feel like it feels like real <laughs> like to a, <laughs> where i'm just like i cannot fathom a situation like this must have been the most nightmarish thing to make ever you know to just be stuck in the jungle making this thing it's like apocalypse now it's essentially like the same oh, level you know what i mean yeah it's that same level of like this is insane that they made it like this you know yeah so worth watching and like i said this is the the charm of all the 70s music we love is just the limitations you know so we'll, yeah. we'll, i've got more i've got more to talk about like but we'll, we'll we'll just do it on the next episode we'll cap it <laughs> all right bye everybody <laughs> later do you love